Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome back to Start Your Engines as we begin our sixth year. It doesn't seem like we've been doing it for six years, but it seems like we've been doing it forever, too. Well, you look a lot older. I feel a lot older. <laughs> welcome back, and it's... Uh, but listen, I even remembered to turn the ringer off on my telephone. I just did. I just <laughs> did that. Now i got to see if I remember how all these other buttons work, but um, so far, so good, and uh, I hadn't seen you a whole lot over the holidays we've been off for what 12 weeks so, sounds uh, like it yeah um hope you had a pleasant time i really off. did had a good time off uh got some rest like i needed it well i saw you uh probably a couple of times i saw you at uh rj rockers wednesday night yeah and then we, we run into each other at costco didn't we no i don't go to, somewhere oh, i did go to costco but i, I haven't been since the wedding <laughs> last july let me uh say uh good morning to alan hill if he's listening on the radio he's uh got a fishing obligation this morning so he's he, not going to join us and the line with yeah and greg's under the weather but he has a, uh, a great guest lined up for us this morning and we always start off and end up the year with mike helton the vice chairman and coo of nascar which is about as high up the ladder as you can get Pretty big dog. And not be named France. Yes. And uh, he will be on at 11 o'clock, and I've just confirmed that a few minutes ago. So Mike's a great guy, and uh, we look forward to having him. Of course, we will have uh, Deb Williams about 1020. I just texted with her, and she said, I'm in a press conference with Richard Petty. And then I've got another short one after that, and uh, I should be good to go at 1020. And she said she has some exciting news for us. We'll, we'll let her tell about it, but yeah, and it's coming. Uh, 1040, we got Jeremy Clements, who's down there getting ready. He'll be uh, qualifying at 1130, so we'll catch him right before he goes out on the track. And he got a, a little bit of time airtime uh, air yesterday on uh, FS1 when they were showing him practice. His speeds seem to be lurking around the 20th fastest, which is about where he usually is. But the thing about Daytona, once you get hooked up in the draft, it doesn't matter one bit. It's probably the most worthless pole positions, other than a little prestige for overnight. Right. Is a pole position at Daytona or Talladega. So, uh, anyway, if you remember last year, he was running great in this race, and uh, Drew Dollar took him out early. Mm-hmm. But when they came back in, uh, what was it, September, buddy, yes. he was he was uh, lights out. He was great, and it was a, a survival of the fittest type race, and a lot of crashes. But they have that everywhere, every race. And uh, when he came down to uh, go time, he uh, literally pulled away from A.J. Allmendinger, who oh, was one of the did. top guys, yeah. and uh, beat him to the finish line as they were crashing behind him. So right. uh, he's the last winner of the Xfinity Series has had at Daytona, and we're proud he's from Spartanburg. Talked to him uh, Wednesday, and he's uh, looks great. Mm-hmm. And he, Excited uh, and ready to go. 
I sent my son Jake a picture of us uh, standing together, and he said, uh, "He said Jeremy looks younger." And I said, "He is younger by about forty-five years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only thirty-five, but anyway, he meant that he looked younger, not compared to me." So anyway, and listen, and we want to thank Jeremy too because not every driver would would give you an opportunity to talk to him right before they get in the car to to qualify. Yeah, and he's. Uh, been real good about that you know at darlington we had him in uh in our little uh phone booth there for uh right a good uh almost a half an hour i think so uh jeremy's real good about coming on the air with us uh you know he does a lot of other things uh i think he does some serious xm radio and he might be on some other guys shows whoever the rise guys are i heard he mentioned them one time but right. uh, he's real good about coming on with us and of course he carries our uh Fox Sports Spartanburg uh, decal prominently on the car, and we're real proud of it, as I've said a million times. Got a new paint scheme. Car looks really good. Speaking of which, uh, did you see the poster that Trent Lancaster gave me? No, I did not. He actually gave it to all of us, but I took it home (laughs) because he gave it to me. But when I walked up at R.J. Rockers on on, uh, Wednesday, he was with Jeremy. And Jeremy was signing this poster, and he had these posters made with every winning, uh, every car that Jeremy drove last year, and was having him sign it to the uh, Start Your Engines crew. He said, "What do you call yourself? A crew or a team?" And I said, "A mob, really, but <laughs> I, I think it's a, I think it's a team. I don't know. Anything will do." But he signed that to us, and I've got it at home. And uh, he said he had a lot of them made, so I think you know he ought to. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's something that ought to be uh, out there. But, you know, Trent did it on his own. It looks fantastic. And uh, we, Well, the other major sponsor for him is Spartan Waste. Yep. And I got a really good-looking. I'm supposed to have one of those, too, somewhere. I don't know. It's, it's a really good-looking hat. It has Spartan Waste on the front, 51 Chevrolet, and Jeremy's signature on the side. Well, Mark, uh, you know, both those guys are named Mark, so I don't know yeah. if I, I, I have a problem keeping them uh, separated. But Mark came up to him and said, I've got you a hat. And I was like, okay, <laughs> hand, hand it over. So, uh, But anyway, that's all right. I'm sure I'll get it at some point. That is a good-looking hat, though. It is. Um, speaking of paint schemes, look around the studio. It looks really nice in here. They have taken down that dingy green carpet that was on the wall since as long as I can remember. And they put up some very, very nice, and I say they, I don't know who did it other than Ryan Clary, and we really appreciate. He he, was the impetus for it. I appreciate him letting us uh, do this show another year and encouraging us to do so. And and it's uh, in Carolina Panthers colors. Well, that's what I was going to say. But, you know, Jeremy runs those colors more prominently than anything else, and we're talking about black and blue. that's what his new paint scheme is, is black black, and blue. Black and blue. So, uh, um it looks real good. It's foam uh, foam blocks, and uh, it looks like if you staggered into it and hit it, it wouldn't hurt nearly it's, as bad as a carpet. Right. It's, it's sound baffle. Painted the uh, desktops it. here. Looks a lot better than it did. So uh, we um, and rumor has it that Perry, I mean Clary, might have actually done the painting himself. I don't know. I think he did. Because every once in a while, uh, Tyler, I listen to him in the mornings, he'd talk about it, and I've heard some other people mention it. So, yeah, it looks good. I snuck a peek in here one day, and uh, it was about one-third finished. 
And then they had an event not too long ago at uh, USC Upstate. And I snuck in after that. And uh, the desktop wasn't painted yet. But anyway, it looks real good in here. It looks really good. We appreciate the work. The rest of the studio's coming around. If we would just uh, look at the parking lot. (laughs) Because it it still looks like the surface of the moon. But anyway, we've had some racing already this year that we can talk about for a few minutes. Did you watch? uh, We'll not necessarily take it in order. But did you watch the trucks last night? I did. Well, they ran the truck race last night, and unfortunately there was quite a bit of trouble with the weather. It rained. uh, They had at least a couple of rain delays, which I didn't uh, exactly stick around for. In fact, I went over uh, when they had that last one getting late in the race, and I don't think they ever came back from it was when I... uh, I fell asleep. Well, I I watched... uh, as I, after I did my homework for the show, I, and it started raining again, I watched uh, Red Dust from 1932 with Gene Harlow and mm, Clark, Clark Gable. Gable yeah. Mary Astor, very good movie. Um, only 91 years old. <laughs> you think about how old that movie is. But they had a truck race last night, and it did not go all the way. They only got 79 laps in, so that was 21 laps short of um, the full distance. It was the Nextra energy 250 and it was supposed to go 100 laps 250 miles they only made it 79 laps for how many miles a lot 197.5 zane smith was the winner zane in the ford number 38 he uh was last year's champion and so uh zane started out the year on the right note although they interviewed uh christian eckes who's finished third there after the race, and he said, uh, I hope he doesn't win the race this way. But, you know, <laughs> people win races by rain all the time, and it's nothing new. And somebody, a win is a win is a win. Somebody's got to win it. So, uh, And let's say something about the truck race. A familiar name showed up again this year, Craftsman Tools. Yes, it is. The Craftsman Tools series is no longer Camping World. Right. I think it might have even been something else for a while before that. But Craftsman's what you think of because that's what... It was 15 years. Yeah, that's what started it. So it is the Craftsman Truck Series again, and I think that's great. Zane Smith was the winner uh, as they sat in the rain on pit road. Second was Tanner Gray. Third was Christian Eckes. Fourth was Kobe Howard. What do we know about Kobe? I think he's from Simpsonville. Oh, okay. He's from the upstate. Right, okay, yeah, nice clicking. And... I don't want to be wrong about this. Maybe you can research it. I think he married somebody in racing. I, I don't want to say Larry McReynolds' daughter, but it's something like that. See so if you can figure that out. Anyway, Colby Howard was uh, fourth. Fifth was Grant Enfinger. Sixth, Ty Majeski. Seventh, Tyler Ankrum. Eighth, Corey Heim. Ninth, Matt Crafton. And I found it out an interesting note about Matt Crafton. If I heard him correctly, and I think I did, He's been in 522 consecutive um, Craftsman Series truck races, and I believe that's just about all of them. He's been in uh, more than anybody else for sure, but 500, I think, 22 consecutive races is a pretty good. And he has been the champion before several years ago, was one of them anyway. And 10th coming over from Cup was Chase Elliott. And... Uh, Ben Rhodes was 11th, and I had to go all the way to 12th to say Carson Hosevar, because I like to say that name. And his teammate, uh, Carson's number 42, and number 41 was Sammy, uh, was um, 
Travis Pastrani, Pastrana, who uh, I said Pastrani because it's got an I after the end of his name here as uh, I don't know what that stands for. I guess it means a rookie or something. But anyway, um, Travis Pastrana finished in, I'm sorry, he was 13th. Carson Hosevar was 12th and Pastrana was 13th. Looking on down the line, uh, D. Benedetto was 20th. But, I mean, he, these, all of these guys were on the lead lap. So if they'd had another 21 laps, who knows what might happen. Corey LaJoy was 23rd. Uh, Stuart Friesen, the Canadian, was 28th. And a lot of press time is being given to the African-American driver Raja Karuth, who is 20 years old, a student at Winston-Salem State University who takes time off to race. He's um, sponsored in this race yesterday by the Wendell Scott Foundation. And uh, he's really been taken under his wing by Richard Petty. I was going to say, I had a really interesting interview yep. with Richard Petty last night. Well, she was, uh, he was sitting out there, Raja Caruth was, on, his, on Richard Petty's front porch, talking right. to uh, one of the, uh, I think Shannon Spake, I believe it was, and here comes Richard out the front door, and he sits down and talks to him a minute and points up to the second floor and said, I was born in that room right there, and it was, was kind of cool. See the king. He's, uh, of course, got a new team this year. A new, maybe just call it a rebranding, with uh, called Legacy Motor Club, and that's the team that Jimmy Johnson bought into. Right. And uh, their drivers are, um, I shouldn't have gone there if I didn't have it ready to say. <laughs> and I can't remember. No, nope, they got Noah Craxon's their new guy. Yeah. He came over from Xfinity, and then uh, they've got. Um, same guy they had last year. Who? Oh, um, oh, jeez. I'll have to look at number forty-three. Who? He, he he won some races last year. Yeah, and I can't remember his name either. Well, I'll come up with it. Anyway, the trucks ran yesterday, and uh, it was uh, a lot of crashes as usual. They had nine leaders among twenty. They had twenty lead changes among nine drivers, and uh, seven caution flags. But some of those caution flags were were really big pileups. So the point standings after excuse me, after one race, Christian Eckes is first, Matt Crafton second, Ty Majeski third, Zane Smith is fourth, Tyler Ankrum fifth, Taylor Tanner Gray is sixth, Grant Enfinger seventh, Colby Howard eighth, Ben Rhodes ninth, and Carson Hosevar tenth. Don't ask me uh, why Zane Smith won the race, but Christian Eckes is leading the standings, and he finished third. I'm sure it's something probably to do with qualifying or laps led or, you know, I don't know. But anyway, maybe we can find that out at some point someday. So uh, we are off to a start here on our first uh, new season, the sixth season. And, of course, and we'll be talking to uh, um uh, everybody about this, but it's also the 75th anniversary of NASCAR, which is a big one, and they're going to have a lot of, a lot of ceremonies and things to commemorate that, including coming out with the 75 greatest drivers in NASCAR, which they're going to add on to the original 50 greatest that they did in 19, uh, I guess that was 1997 when they did the 50th anniversary of NASCAR, 97 or 98, so whenever it was. They're going to add another 25, and it'll be interesting to see if they got some of the great drivers they missed in the first 50. Yeah. I doubt it. Anyway, well, we can hope. <laughs> we can hope. And uh, and I'll just tell you two of them. Jim Pascal, who won two World 600s, and 
was just a fantastic driver, really. And uh, Jack Smith from right here in Spartanburg, who uh, won a, a lot of races. I think 19 or 20, probably more than that, and was uh, always the front runner. Didn't make the first 50, but maybe they'll squeeze them in now. But let's do this. Let's get started and have our first commercial break of the year. And we'll be back with Deb Williams. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Weekdays at 3 p.m. It's Spartanburg County's longest-running radio show. The sports voice across the region for nearly 20 years. There is no substitute for decades of experience. Talking everything local, from high school football and basketball to Carolina and Clemson. It's open mic. And we have the studs. With Ryan Clary, Alex Smith, and Anthony Greer. Don't miss a moment beginning weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. While the weather is bad, get your gear ready now. Spartan Photo Center has the necessary tools to clean your cameras and lenses. They do mirrorless and DSLR sensor cleanings, and don't forget about your tripods. Spartan Photo Center stocks the quick releases to mount your camera to the tripod, as well as Manfrotto and Bogan tripod parts to fix the one you have. Or you can get a new Suray or Manfrotto tripod now before the weather turns nice and you need it. Don't forget Spartan Photo has camera bags, backpacks, and waterproof cases. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, Spartanburg, or SpartanPhotoCenter.com. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Side 
Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb. Good morning, Deb. How are you? Oh, good morning. Thank you. We're just wide open here at at Daytona. Well, I'm wide open, too. I just tried to do something that I haven't done since November and totally botched it. That's, <laughs> this button pushing <laughs> takes a little bit of getting used to again. But anyway, great to have you on the show. And I want to start out by one thing that you told me back in January that you're very proud of. You've got a new title. Well, I do. I am now a uh, motorsports correspondent with Auto Week. So everybody can now read uh, my items at autoweek.com, and if you want a daily uh, racing newsletter, you can sign up for a racing newsletter from Autoweek that will come right to your email every day. That sounds great, Deb. Now, do you still do your own thing, or, or are you just with Autoweek now? Well, it's a, um, it's a freelance position, so I, um, you know, I'm still working on books and working for the um, um, Charlotte Motor Speedway, doing the archiving there and digitizing, and then recently just finished a project with the state of North Carolina called the Moonshine and Motorsports Trail. So when you're freelancing the way I am with Auto Week, then you can still keep your fingers in a lot of pies. Well, that's great, Deb, and I'll tell you what, you're a, you're a, a legend in the sport of uh, motorsports journalism, and um, we are so proud to have you on the show. Well, what's this, like the third year, I guess? Um... Gee, I don't know. Is it already third year? I thought we were just in our second year. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it is. Time, time flies when you're having fun. Maybe it is the second. I don't know. I'll have to see when Nelson passed away. But uh, you, uh, you've been great. Okay, so you say things are hot and heavy down there right now. What's uh, what's going on? And uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of racing going on, but you, I'll let you just tell us what we need to know. Well, unfortunately, rain shortened the truck race yep. last night. Zane Smith won that. But uh, the interesting thing was in the first cup practice, the session of the week, Jimmy Johnson led that practice session, and he had said on media day on Wednesday that there were just so many things to learn about this car, and it was so foreign to him because of the sequential shifter and the way it feels, and he was having trouble adjusting to a lot of it, but it appears that he's adjusted fairly quickly. And uh, they're having Xfinity Series qualifying now. We've got the ARCA race at 1 o'clock, and then we've got the Xfinity season opener at 5 o'clock this afternoon. And the Daytona 500 is totally sold out. So And has been for several weeks, little, right? Well, yeah, initially it was sold out in the reserve camping and the reserve grandstand. But, I mean, even the fan zone tickets are sold out now. There's not even anything left there for the Daytona 500. There's still seats available and all for today's event. But for the Daytona 500, if you don't have a ticket, you are got to watch it on TV. Well, I'll be on my couch, and I think Ronnie will too, won't you, buddy? Oh, absolutely. And, and since we're talking about the uh, truck race last night getting rain shortened, put on your weather girl hat and tell us, what it looks like for the rest of the weekend down in Daytona. It's beautiful. It's last night of the all the days we're down here. Last night was the only weather issue, and right now the temperature has dropped drastically. It's heavy sweater, heavy jackets here today, but it's beautiful and sunny. 
the Thunderbirds have been doing maneuvers <laughs> this morning, waking everybody up if they wanted to sleep late, since they're doing the flyover tomorrow. But uh, it's it should be in the 70s tomorrow. It's not supposed to be out of the 60s today, and it was actually 50 this morning when I got up and got ready to leave for the track. But, uh, yeah, today the high is supposed to be 67, and then tomorrow a low of 58 with a high of 77. So you couldn't ask for any better weather, that's for sure. No, that sounds real good. Now, before it gets away from us, let's do this real quick. We go after that beautiful Nelson Crozier trophy that uh, we have to compete for. Deb, I'll give you the first shot at who you would like, who you predict to win the race. Well, after Kevin Harvick's press conference the other day when he said that Dale Earnhardt Jr. told him this was his NFG year, that I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. Okay. That's always a good pick. And I'm feeling downright dyslexic because I'm going to go with the number 84. John, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. And uh, you said you were uh, earlier when I was – making sure we were ready to go, that you were in a press conference with Richard Petty, and he's got a whole new deal this year with, uh, uh, I Larry. guess, uh, by the way, I, only way I know the college is like a partnership with uh, Jimmy Johnson and I don't know, possibly somebody else with Legacy Motor Maury Club. Gallagher. Okay, who is he? Maury Gallagher is the owner of GMS Racing. He's the one that partnered with Richard and it made it Petty GMS Racing and he is the founder and owner of Allegiant Airlines. Okay, well... So he's got some pockets. Yeah, but Richard just said something interesting a while ago. He said that in four to five years that Jimmy will be the the sole person running that race team. Okay. So he said, you know, he's looking towards the future. He said he's basically brought his people in and taken over the front office operations but the reason they brought richard in is for the start of tomorrow's race they're having nine daytona 500 winners who also are nascar cup champions be the grand marshals and they will give the command to start the race and um he was funny because he said that, uh, Richard said, you know, there's no way you can get nine drivers together to all agree to do the same thing at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, the, those drivers are uh, Richard Petty, Bobby Allison, Kurt Busch, Dale Jarrett, Jimmy Johnson, Joy Logano, Kevin Harvick, um, and I'm going off of memory. I'm trying to think who I've left out. Well, yeah, don't ask uh, me. I mean, I, I could be I, have a lot of dead air if, if I tried to think of them. <laughs> Got enough of that already this morning. But, but uh, yeah, anyway, it'll be the nine Daytona 500 winners who are also NASCAR Cup champions being the Grand Marshal for the Daytona 500 tomorrow. Oh, they also have to be Cup champions? Yes. Well, that narrows it down a bit. And didn't I read that Kurt Busch got really emotional about it? Yes, he did. Yeah, Kurt Busch was in yesterday for a press conference, and he said that it was very emotional. He got very emotional when they called him and told him what they were going to do and where they wanted him and and everything. And that's one thing I've noticed about Kurt the last few months is Kurt seems to be much more emotional than he used to be, and I think that's 
because he's at that point in his life now, you know, when we look back and we reflect on things we've accomplished and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, did I really do that? It's just like we just had a, an unveiling here of the new American Motorsports uh, American Media Motorsports Award of Excellence plaques um, that will go in the uh, Motorsports Hall of Fame of America here in Daytona Beach. It used to be at the International Motorsports Hall of Fame, but Al Pierce has spearheaded that, and Goodyear is now sponsoring or, or sponsoring the award, and we just had that unveiling, and, and to see the people, there's been 43 winners of the award since 1969, and to see the names on there and, and the media outlets they worked for when they won the, won the award, it's, it's emotional. Well, you know, he had a, he would probably have rather left the sport some, through some door other than the way he went out due to an injury, and I don't know if he ever, and I, I think he purposely said, you know, this I'm not necessarily completely retired, but I don't know if he has any plans to run any other races, maybe one-shot deals or something. Obviously not this weekend, but uh, um, that probably has that. something to do with his emotions. I, I think it does. And, uh, you know, it's like he said yesterday in his press conference, and that was that he had told Denny Hamlin when it came contract renewal time that he had one year left in him and he signed a two-year contract. So he said, had that not happened last year, this year would be his swan song year. Okay. And he said, you know, it just came a year earlier. But, um, you know, he's right there. He's working with the drivers. He's on the radios with them. He's consulting. He's a spokesperson for Monster Energy and a lot of the other sponsors. And he said the only difference is now he's putting on radios instead of putting on a helmet. Well, it, it, it's sad that he has to go out like that, but it's good that he's he's going to have a life after racing. Exactly, and he said that, you know, he's gotten to the point now where everyday life is good. He said that the problem comes in, he said he can go kart race, but to be able to go do an SCCA club race, no, not right now. He said the problem comes in when he has to sit in a seat and his head goes into the headrest, and it's the back-and-forth motion of his head. Mm. And he said he's still going through therapy. He does therapy every other day, and that's what they're working on now is his balance and all. And he fully believes that one day he'll be cleared to where he could race again if he wants to. But he said he knows right now, and he pointed to his heart. He said, in here... He said, I know I'm not to where I could drive with these guys down here. Yeah. Well, I, I say I just changed my mind. I think he will come back, but maybe at a short track or something. I, I don't know. He was a good driver, there's no doubt about it. A lot, of, a lot of ups and downs in his career, for sure, personally and uh, professionally. By the way, I'm going out on a – I don't know how thick this limb is. You tell me, Deb. I'm picking uh, – um, the uh, Tootsie's Lounge car to... Uh, oh, Suarez. <laughs> Suarez. Yeah, I can't even think of his name. All I get in my mind is Tootsie's Lounge, which <laughs> I have been to, by the way. So, I'm oh, picking, so have I. I'm picking Suarez, and uh, Lanny uh, texted me in that he's taking Blaney. 
So, Deb, we got some, okay. We got a couple of new teams this year. Can you uh, shed some light on them and uh, some additions to other teams? And uh, I don't know if we have any new teams, but we've got some uh, some lineup changes. Yeah, and it's going to seem strange not to have the 18 out there, but that's really? true. Interesting. When the OEMs were in here for their press conference yesterday, and somebody asked David Wilson that oversees uh, TRD, which is Toyota Racing Development about not having Kyle Busch in the Toyota camp. And David Wilson said, well, there will be days that we will miss him, and there will be those days when we won't. <laughs> so, uh, but, but now you've got him in the eight over at Richard Childress Racing. And Tyler Reddick seems very happy and settled in quite well in the 45 over at 2311 Racing. Um, was looking down through here. A.J. Allmendinger is full-time now in the Cup Series again in uh, number 16 for Colleg Racing. And you have Ryan Priest in the 41. Cole Custer is full-time in the Xfinity Series this year. And that, that, move caught me by, that move caught me by surprise. I, I didn't know Priest was associated. I mean, I figured he was doing something. In fact, I think he even won a truck race last year. But evidently he was... Doing a lot with uh, Stuart Haas and impressed them so much they uh, they put him in the seat that uh, Briscoe had had. Well, what Stuart Haas? No, that Custer had. I, I mean Custer. I'm sorry. There. I'm sorry. Uh, no, what happened was before last season, Stuart Haas signed Priest to a contract where he was like their test driver, where he would test and do simulation runs and everything on the next gen car. And he had a couple of races in there. The, but if you will remember, Eric Amarola had announced that he was going to retire Absolutely. at the end of last year. Yep. Well, they had Priest under contract, and I think the game plan was to slip Priest into the 10 car. Well, then when Eric changed his mind, and then when that uh, fiasco happened at Charlotte at the Roval, and Custer got penalized, and yes. his crew chief got indefinitely suspended. Then that's, I think, when they decided to send Custer to the Xfinity Series, and then they looked at putting Ryan Priest into the 41 car. Well, so that, that's how all that happened. Yep, and a few moments we got left with you. We've also got Ty mm -hmm. Gibbs in a car now for Gibbs, at, in the number yeah, the 54. 54. And, uh, and Noah Gregson in the 42. Correct. With the petty yeah. and a couple of one-offs, I don't know how many that uh, races that uh, Jimmy Johnson's going to run, uh, but he's running this week, and um, also uh, Travis Pastrana, who was in the truck race last week, he's with uh, 2311 Motorsports, right? Right, and um, that's I think a, a one-time, one-and-done deal. Yeah. And but uh, don't forget, Jimmy is also going to be running the 24 Hours of Le Mans in the Garage 56 that uh, Hendrick is preparing with, in conjunction with NASCAR. And so Jimmy Johnson will be a, the driver in that. And I want to talk about that some at a later date when we get closer to it because i got some real second thoughts about it. But, Deb, look, it's great having you back. It's wonderful that you're enthusiastically doing our show again and, and um, with some new duties and uh, – uh, it's just fantastic having you with us. You're the best. 
Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure. I always enjoy the show, and I consider it quite an honor that you still want me to be a part of it. So I look forward to talking with you every week. Well, I know we got at least one listener that you're the only party listens to, so... Uh, um, <laughs> after this segment, I guess our listenership will go down to about four instead of the, <laughs> instead of the, our peak of five when you're on. Thank you, Deb. Okay. Thank you. Everybody have a good year. And talk to you next week. Have a good time down there. Stay safe. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That's Deb Williams. I just hit some buttons over here, Ronnie. I don't know what I did. I hope I didn't mess up too bad. I hope not. I still hear me. I, I hear you, too. So. All right. Let's take a break. Come back. Talk to Jeremy Clements. Go. And Deb Wilson is the smartest woman I know. Deb Williams. Williams. <laughs> Who is Deb Wilson? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a 70-year-old memory. <coughs> Excuse me. You got me all choked up. We'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open. Alex, I see you got a new car. Yeah, man, it's sweet. Room for Titus and all his stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. Visit our site at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. 
Katie Lubin Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And speaking of trouble, welcome back to Start Your Engines, and it's our pleasure to bring to you last year's uh, playoff participant, the last Xfinity driver to win a race at Daytona, none other than Spartanburg's own Jeremy Clements. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, and uh, just real, real excited about um, Speed Weeks and having you there representing Fox Sports a little bit on your car, and... uh, Saw you on television yesterday. You got a little bit of air time uh, out there uh, in practice. Yeah, we did. We had a little 50-minute practice yesterday to get our uh, all-south electric, one-stop convenience store, Chevy Camaro, tuned in. Obviously, Fox Sports, Spartanburg's Honor, and Spartan Waste, and Carolina Driveline. Uh, man, with all these, without all these great people behind us, we couldn't do it. But uh, I think we got a pretty good Chevy for today, and I'm really looking forward to to seeing if we can be as fast as Xfinity 10G and get to the front. And the key word today, guys, is survival. we got to survive and get right. to, the, uh, to the end to, to have a chance to win again. Well, you, um, uh, of course, as I said, won the last race down there. And every race at Daytona and Talladega, almost every single one of them, there's multiple, multiple car crashes. And last year, you did survive, and when it came down to it, you uh, you crossed, you you powered past AJ Allmendinger in thir- third and fourth turn, and as you were crossing the finish line, as they were getting ready to throw the caution, because there was another big wreck behind you. So uh, you're absolutely right about that. You get caught up in the crash sometimes, and sometimes uh, you survive it and win. So uh, we are really uh, tickled to have you uh, representing. Spartanburg and Chevrolet and Fox and everything. Well, I sure appreciate that, Perry. I think it's going to be uh, it'll be. I tell you what, it'll be an exciting Xfinity race today. But as long as we can get to the end and have a shot uh, to put our Chevy Camaro in front, win. That's that's all I'm looking for. This place so unpredictable. You know, last year, guys, we finished next to last, 37th, the first race. And then uh, won the, the, the second race in August. Uh, so you just never know what's going to happen. I don't know if you guys can hear the cars on the track, but I'm literally uh, right here by turn one and two going by it. We just got done uh, with a fun appearance at the Chevy display, and uh, now we're about to qualify at 1130. 
Yeah, and I, actually, it sounds like a toilet flushing, and I wasn't going to ask you where you were, but anyway. <laughs> Listen, it was, it was, the race car sound like a toilet flush. I don't know. Funny. Maybe it's running bad. It was fun seeing you this past Wednesday at uh, Rockers and had quite a crowd there for the, the, the 51 party. I'm telling you, every time we go to Rockers Brewing, uh, it's, a, it's a fun time. We bring the car out there, and uh, flocks of people come, and we were enjoying some uh, that racing fuel beer they've, they've got there. And, uh, man, uh, just I got to thank Spartan Ways, Carolina Driveline, and, and obviously Fox Sports Spartanburg for putting that event on. It's, it's a lot of fun to get all the people in Spartanburg out and everybody to come support us and take pictures and kick off the season together. That's what it's all about. Well, I didn't even notice there until uh, I'd already been there for over an hour but you had your uh, now. What is that? Your your nephew uh, Luke, his uh, dirt car was there, and it's uh, painted up similarly to yours. And that's a beautiful car. We got to have him on the show. Yeah, we definitely do. You know, he's uh, he's been in a in a race car now a couple of years, and we were able to get uh, Spartan Waste to Fox Sports on that car as well, and kick all that off. And he's going to be racing at Cherokee Speedway in Gaffney, South Carolina, soon, and. Uh, you never know. He could be taking over the 51 one day, and uh, I'm just proud of where he's gotten and where he's going, and hopefully he can keep it up. I don't know if you heard it here first, but you heard it here that uh, we may have a uh, the guy that's going to replace Jeremy someday, and I hope it's a long time from now. In fact, I'd rather just have a two-car <laughs> team. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I feel like i got a lot of years left. I, I do, don't too. To, yeah. I'm Unless... not trying to get, get rid of myself yet, but uh, you you got to have a plan in the background uh, Absolutely. For, uh, for sure one day. And Daredevil wanted me to tell you good luck for today. Who is that? Daredevil. Oh, good deal. Thank you so much, Daredevil. <laughs> we, love, we love those guys. Well, you know, we just had Deb Williams on, and, um, of course, I, I hope Daredevil listens to this segment because the only segment he listens to otherwise is Deb Williams. But Deb was telling us how it's up. It's a beautiful day down there, but it's turned pretty cold. Uh, how do the cars like that? I, I remember in the old days, even at Indianapolis and everywhere, race cars seemed to like uh, the engines seemed to like colder weather. Is that still true? It's definitely uh, colder today for sure. It's only going to be maybe high, low 60s. I think uh, might not even be that. But it, yesterday it was in mid 80s, so it's wow. been a big change. We're, you know, we're going to be on the racetrack. 20 degree air difference for sure uh that's just going to make the cars stick better go faster they like cooler temperatures that's what i've always heard yeah they do and then we're going to have to keep in mind that makes the front end of these cars turn better so we're going to have to to make sure we get the rear uh under us and and so when you're three wide coming off of of the corners you don't lose it because uh it could be a handful there if she's loose now jeremy um in the practice I saw, and I saw most of it yesterday, I didn't see all of it, but it looked like your times were uh, pretty much in the middle of the field, like maybe around 20th, uh, but, I, you know, at Daytona, for one thing, uh, the big one can take out the front, the back, or the middle of the field, uh, if there is one, and there, there usually is, but um, also, you can be, and everybody knows this, you know, several, not too many miles an hour off the pace, but when you get hooked up in that big train draft, uh, you're good. You, you can still be okay. I mean, it, it really, I was just saying earlier, I think qualifying at Talladega and Daytona is probably, it, it's good to sit on the pole, but it's it's probably the not that necessary to win the race. Yeah, that's right, Barry. We, uh, we only did a, a couple of single-car runs 
and then uh, then we got our tires. Uh, we had a rub. We had our tires figured out, and then we did. Uh, we tried to get with some other cars, and it didn't work out really. They I, I got with the junior cars when they were in a little pack, and they peeled off, and then uh, I only was able to get with Jeff Burton with one other car. So yeah, that's who you were speed. with. That's who you were with when I when I saw you. Yeah, practice speeds really doesn't don't don't matter here at all because everybody's just on different agendas. And if you're with a, a group of cars, you can definitely get a lot faster lap than with uh, just one. So all we wanted to do was make sure everything was okay and the car wasn't driving erratic and everything in the on the gauges were fine and everything looks good. So like I said, we're about to qualify here soon. I don't think you'll see the 51 Chevy on the pole, but you'll see her somewhere throughout the field. And it really doesn't matter to me. That's what I we said. Start. So we'll we'll be fine wherever we start. Well, how soon do you go out? I mean, uh, like uh, I don't know how many cars are there. I guess forty something. What what number number did you draw? You know, I I saw that. Uh, I think it was like I think we go out eighteenth or something. Well, that's I right. think that I think I think that's right. Pretty much in the middle. Uh, I tell you something cool that happened to me yesterday, and I don't know if I accidentally clicked on something on my phone. I'm glad I did. But I'm sitting there at work. Uh, at my desk, kicking people out of Wells Fargo, and you, uh, all of a sudden, uh, my my screen, I got some sort of beep or a signal or something, and it was a live shot of y'all warming up the car in the garage area, rolled out of the how? rolled out of the bay, but you know you had the hood up and the engine was running. And I said, I don't know how this is happening, but this is so cool. <laughs> Technology right there, right? There. I mean, it's uh, it's cool how we can do that and go live on whatever platform that was to. You know, bring the fans at home or at work, for your case, uh, to the racetrack and see what we're about to do or doing. So that's that's just always so cool to do. It was, and I was, I don't like I say, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what I clicked on to get it to happen, but I I loved it. And uh, I tell you, um, Jeremy, if you ever get in our studios here, Ryan, Clary, and all of them have, uh, and those that participated have redecorated the studio which looks about a hundred times better than it did but it's in blue and black which is not only the carolina panthers but i was saying you know that's i'd say jeremy runs blue and black more than anything and it's it's really beautiful i love that combination we do we do run blue and black a lot and that's what color our chevy camaro is today so be on the lookout for that it's a it's a pretty all south electric blue i tell you that but uh man guys i'm just uh it's like first day of school all the faces <laughs> back again and you're trying to figure out who's who on that racetrack and different cars, different numbers. And it's going to be interesting, to say the least. Like I said, it's probably be one of the most exciting races we see all year. So definitely make sure you tune in on FS1 at, at 5 p.m. and catch all the action. And qualifying, I guess, at what, 1030 or something? or, or 11, 11, 11.30. Yeah. Well, look, we got a break coming up here at the top of the hour, and I'm going to cut you loose so you, can, uh, you don't have to – jabber right up to the last minute with me so uh with ronnie and i but all of spartburg is watching and uh you know we're uh we're global in our uh, broadcast here so i'm sure there's a lot of people listening everywhere around the world even as my son used to uh when he was in the marine corps and we appreciate having you at daytona and it is comforting to know that the day that Jeremy does hang it up, we may have uh, somebody asked me that the other day. Is is do you think Clements will keep racing when uh, whenever Jeremy retires? And I mean, and I don't think you're as you said. I don't think you're going to retire anytime soon. You're, a, as far as I'm concerned, still a very young man. But uh, uh, it's it's great to know that 
Clements has been around since uh, Rex White and and even before that, but uh, representing Spartanburg and uh, just great to know that you're going to be around a long lot long. after we're gone. Yeah, yeah, after I'm gone for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully so. You know, good Lord willing, we, we all want to stick around. And I, I just want to – I've literally raced since I was seven years old, guys. So I, it's all I've ever done, all I've ever wanted to do. I've got a strong passion for racing. And uh, just I just want to go out and have a shot to compete to win every weekend and uh, make Spartanburg proud. But seriously, thank you so much to everyone at Fox Sports, Spartanburg, uh, Spartan Waste, Carolina Driveline, Elite Towing, uh, everybody's just been so awesome uh, all there. And we're going to have a bunch of folks from Spartanburg here today, and we'll hope to make you proud again and bring the trophy home and have another uh, victory party. That'll be great. This time, uh, don't do anything even borderline to make the car illegal. Let's just let's win one and, and, and have it stick <laughs> the first time. It's funny you say that, Perry. We got everything. We got the intake, and everything's <laughs> been checked. So, I mean... I, if something, unless something broke and, and it did something weird or funny, that everything should be good to go on our end. We trust me. We we double triple checked this thing and brought everything we could to NASCAR to make sure it was right. Well, that's great, and uh, just uh, know that everybody here is lo- is pulling for you and watching and listening and paying attention. And Jeremy, best of luck to you this year. I know we'll be talking further on down the road during the season from time to time, and. Uh, Great talking to you. Best of luck today. Put her up there as far as you can and stick with them and bring it back to Spartanburg at a, with a, a little hardware. That's right, guys. Remember, uh, FS1, 1130, coming up, qualifying at 5 p.m. for the race. And cheer, uh, cheer your Spartanburg NASCAR team on. And uh, we'll be back on, on, this, uh, on Fox Sports Channel in Spartanburg on Wednesday at Rockers again. And uh, I think we got the new racing show debuting this coming tuesday evening from yep, six to eight, eight o'clock with anthony and uh somebody else I'm jordan, not sure, i think his name's jordan jordan <laughs> good job thank you for helping me and, uh, <laughs> make make sure you catch all that action and and support the station because they're on our car and awfully lot. so thank you guys again thank you jeremy best of luck to you buddy we're watching y'all take care all, all right, right. bye so long well how about that? How about that? And he's going to be out qualifying in 30 minutes. Yeah, and uh, that's why, I mean, I I had to let him go. I ended up talking just about right up to the break, but uh, that really is good to know. I, I You know, I didn't even cross my mind. My mind, I, I got to start taking some Prevagen or something. I don't know if that stuff works <laughs> or not. But, you know, I, I, he didn't correct me just now. I think Luke Clements is his uh, a nephew, maybe. Could be. I don't know. Uh, it's his brother's son. That would be a nephew. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's just hope he does real good. Let's cover him. We will have him on this show and uh, at some point this year, running out at Cherokee because we cover them so much. And uh, I hope he gets good. And, uh, and, like I said, I'd like to see him have a two-car team, the 50 and the 50 and the 51. <laughs> Excuse me, but, you know, um, at least we know who might be taking that seat someday. And yeah. It's great to know there's a youngster coming up. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, he'll be out at Cherokee. And uh, right now he's running 51 also, isn't he? In his dirt. You know, I looked at the car. I didn't even know it was it, there. Yeah, it is. I think it was 51. Yeah. But the same paint scheme. And I just, it's black. And it was sitting across from the Xfinity right. car. And I said, wait a minute. 
There's another car sitting over here. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we're going to come down to the top of the hour, our 11 o'clock break, and we're going to come right back with Mike Helton from Daytona. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. The home of Open Mike, weekdays from 3 to 6. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. We what you need to know. Tiger Woods has made the cut at the PGA Tour event at Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. Despite shooting a second round 74, he is one over par for the tournament. Max Homa is your leader at 10 under. Round two was suspended yesterday. 14 golfers still need to finish this morning. Woods caught some heat and apologized for what he called a prank in passing a tampon to Justin Thomas on the course after Woods outdrove Thomas on the ninth hole. Finalists for the 2023 Basketball Hall of Fame class have been announced. Wayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol, and Greg Popovich are the headliners. Other player finalists include Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and former Stanford and Team USA star Jennifer Azizi. The inductees will be announced during Final Four weekend in April. College football, Notre Dame officially announced Jared Parker as the team's new offensive coordinator. And in college basketball, the selection committee will unveil its in-season top 16 today. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic. We are very excited to bring you Spartanburg's longest-running radio show now of 17 years. You know we have opinions, but we want to hear from you. Text us, email us, tweet us, or call us if you dare, and we'll have a great time Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, SpartanburgSportsRadio.com, and, of course, the Fox Sports 1400 app. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. 
Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it is an always a great honor and pleasure to have our next guest who starts us off each year and takes us to the checkered flag every year is uh, Mike Helton, Vice Chairman and COO of NASCAR and most recent member of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Good morning, Mike. And congratulations. Good morning. Great Good morning. To ha- Thank you. Great to have you on the show. And uh, um Unfortunately, Greg took ill, and uh, he couldn't make it this morning, but we'll, uh, we'll try to get through without him, and we appreciate you coming on, as always. Now, this is a big year for NASCAR, and, uh, I mean, every year is a big year for NASCAR. It's the second year of the new car, but it's the 75th anniversary, and uh, I know Daytona's got to be buzzing with excitement, as it would be anyway, but this is a special year. It is, and uh, it, it's it's beautiful down here it's a little chilly down here for daytona standards it's only probably about 65 degrees right now but uh sunshine and and there's been a lot of energy all year long even going back to starting the 24-hour race last month uh around the buzz of, of motorsports in general but the 75th anniversary of celebrating nascar that all started here 75 years ago here in daytona beach florida and this weekend's proven to be everything we want it to be between uh, the the duels and uh, qualifying the truck race last night. We've got a Barca and Xfinity this afternoon and then the Daytona 500 tomorrow. So we're, we're excited to get the season going. Now, every year there are rule changes and package changes, some major, um, some minor. Are there any rule changes that are instituted this year that we're going to notice as fans? I, I, there'll be some minor tweaks to damage policy time. I think we're going to give them a little bit more time to work on their cars. If they've been involved in an accident on pit road, that clock gets a little bit longer. Uh, we've worked on the cars a little bit with the feedback from the drivers and teams last year. We've, we've uh, created a, a little a different crush zone in the back of the car that some of the guys said the new car last year was maybe a little bit too stiff. Uh, so we've, we've done some tweaking that, that you visually won't see. Um, and then we've done some tweaking that, that on the, the presentation of the races themselves. And I think one of the things that, that may or may not pop up this year, it depends on Mother Nature, but um, what we've been trying to do for a long time on an intermediate track, particularly like a Martinsville or a Richmond is if we got the track dry, 85% dry, and the only thing that's left out there is some dampness in the asphalt, could we put the cars out there on a tire, not a wet tire like we use at the road course, but a maybe of an intermediate-type damp tire that, that they could go ahead and go back to racing and finish drying off the racetrack, so to speak, and so we could get the show back for the fans quicker. And we may see some of that this year. 
Mike, you know, that's interesting you should say that because last night uh, I, I love to watch old races uh, on YouTube. And, last, and, of course, I was watching some old Daytona 500s. And I watched 63 last night, which I remember very, very well, listening to it on the radio. And uh, it rained shortly before the race started. And they did that exact thing. I think they waited a couple of hours because they didn't, they didn't have the big track dryers then. But they they uh, got to and it showed the meeting with Bill France talking to the drivers to get them to agree to go out and run the first ten laps under caution to dry the track off. Right. So it's really interesting you yeah. should mention that. Yeah, and that, that we've done that, uh, you know, particularly prior to the jet dryers and and the technology we can do now to get rid of a lot of dampness. And what we saw and it really showed up in the Roval, if you remember, a couple of years ago. We were going from a wet track to a dry track, and I think it was Ty Dillon that put tires on. He put the slicks on, the racer tires on, and got back out there on the damp banks of Charlotte and and did fine and actually was the fastest car out there for a while until everybody else came in and got their regular uh, tires on. That, that kind of inspired. Uh, they said, well, why can't we, instead of 63 starting under caution, have a tire that's good enough to work on a damp track uh, to where we can go back out, drivers are comfortable, and then they go back to green racing uh, before the track may be 100% dry, but it's got some dampness in it, but these tires give us the ability to go back to green flag racing. I'll tell you something that's also crazy, Ronnie, and you you were probably at this race, uh, Mike, and this would have been in Atlanta in the 70s, uh, mid-70s, late-70s, and I know they had a rain delay there one time because I was standing on top of a, of, a, of a U-Haul truck listening on the radio with my headphones, but after they got the track fairly dry, I think it was Daryl Waltrip or Kel Yarborough or somebody, they sent out there to cut a couple of hot laps while the other cars were out there to make sure it was dry, and that's, that's a pretty ballsy thing to do. Yeah, we've, you know, we've, we've, we've been... <laughs> like a guinea pig. We've had opportunities along the way for guys to get out there and do things, and and some of them agreed to do it, and they said, nah, we don't like this, and some of them agreed say, yeah, this will be fine, let's go. Well, you know, and that, being the 75th anniversary of NASCAR, you know, it's it's great to go back and remember some of these things. Uh, uh, I haven't thought about that in ages, and, and uh, it, it's neat that you bring it up. Uh, NASCAR has such a rich history, and, of course, you know, I always have to throw in that Spartburg is – got a very rich history connected with NASCAR. And we, uh, um, you know, it, it's just a thing where we want to prolong or preserve the history of the sport. And the 75th anniversary, I hope we're going to have a lot, a lot of opportunities to go back and visit some of these uh, past races and happenings. I know uh, Fox is pretty good about showing some some uh, great races from the past. and uh, And they're going to come out with a... 75 greatest drivers, and from what I understand, they're going to tack 25 onto the original 50. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. we were pretty well represented in that, too. We mean yeah, Spartanburg. And, and I, 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 yeah, and I think, you know, we've talked before, and it'll, it'll always be a conversation piece, I hope, that that as the sport evolved, and, you know, Daytona's Daytona, and... Um, but in early years, Spartanburg, South Carolina, was was as much a hub of what we did than anywhere else, and it 
that just happened to migrate over to Charlotte for whatever reason. You know, maybe it's the interstate systems or or what have you. But um, no, they built a track. Is what they did. The, well, that, that that too. But the uh, you know even out of Spartanburg, you could get to Bristol and North Wilkesboro and Rockingham yeah. and Atlanta, and, and and there's still some shops that operate out of Spartanburg, but. There's always going to be that Spartanburg flair and, and influence in the history of NASCAR because of, of, of all the past that has come from Spartanburg. And you can't talk about NASCAR without including Spartanburg in it. Well, and we appreciate you saying that. We just, before you, our guest was Jeremy Clements. And, uh, uh, of course, the Clements family goes back a long time in Spartanburg, even uh, before uh, Rex White, when uh, the Clements brothers first came here from Kentucky, I believe it was. And um, Jeremy was telling us that, you know, he's got a, a nephew that's starting to run dirt at uh, Cherokee Speedway, and uh, that that might be the guy. The next maybe generation. Take, yep, the next generation from Clement to, uh, to keep the name going. Yeah. Well, that, that's what's so good about watching racing all the way through the ranks. Uh, you know, there's a lot of racing that goes on uh, here in Daytona the last couple of weeks between Volusia and Barberville and, and uh, New Smyrna and, and a lot of other tracks around here where, where drivers are cutting their teeth and driving with more experienced drivers on the same racetrack, short tracks. and But all across the country, there's, there's weekly tracks, there's small tracks, there's dirt tracks, there's short asphalt tracks where drivers aspiring to be race car drivers get out there and they race and it may be all they ever want to do they may just want to do that locally and never never do anything else but then there's others that say well here's i want to get all the experience i can get right now and i want to get up in in nascar's national series somehow as quick as i can and 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 that's good for motorsports to have that that heart and soul you have to keep reminding people you drive by a high school or an elementary school or even a college campus, you're not going to see a racetrack out there. You'll see a football field or a baseball field or a basketball court where everybody can participate in those levels of uh, sports. But but you don't see a racetrack. So our, our weekly programs, our roots programs, our short track, our heritage, our history, all of those things are important to keep inspiring people to want to be a race car driver and a NASCAR driver. That's Exactly. Well, very well put. And I want to say that um, there's, of course, some shuffling around among the teams this year. But I would say uh, probably the biggest one I can think of is the rebranding of Petty's uh, operation to Legacy Motor Club, which is kind of different. But Jimmy Johnson's back, and he's doing pretty well down there. He's uh, He did a couple of years with the Indy cars and was the Rookie of the Year last year in the Indy 500. So, uh great to have jimmy johnson back and uh, a new look for uh, petty and as uh, as he continues to be uh uh like a i won't force. say the grand old man but yeah. he is a force and you know when you got jimmy johnson i don't know how many races he's going to run but it's great to uh it's great to see petty's as strong as ever it appears yeah and they've been, they are showing up in daytona with a lot of speed and and uh you know, the Gallagher Motorsports has kind of built their program in a short period of time to be a pretty strong contender uh, in all three of our national divisions. And and the the convergence with Gallagher and Petty, and then you add Jimmy Johnson, another seven-time champion with, with Richard Petty's seven championships. And, you know, the you know, there's a lot of dialogue and back and forth, and you can debate whether 
uh, not having Petty's name in the name of the team, uh, Petty's still part of it. And Richard Petty will always be, I don't care how long it goes, you know, we're celebrating 75 years, but 75 years from now, that that cowboy hat and that mustache mm-hmm. and that, that, that silhouette of Richard Petty is going to be the face of NASCAR. And But to, to have Jimmy come back and get involved, run a few races this year, be an owner, uh, following kind of the same path that, that Dale Jr. did with his sister Kelly having Junior Motorsports, Jeff Gordon being the, the vice chairman of Hendrick Motorsports now and being back, uh, staying in the sport, uh, the, the drivers like Tony Stewart that's been involved in ownership and and uh, Clint Boyer on television, Harvick moving to TV from driving. Keeping the names in the sport is important uh, because it, it's the it's the the Moore name, it's the Earnhardts, it's the Petties, it's the uh, the Pearsons, the Wood Brothers. Uh, that continuity of having that family influence in our sport, I think, makes NASCAR a lot stronger form of sports entertainment and certainly a motorsports program i gotta ask you this mike um do you have your passport so you can go to france i'm ready to go (laughs) that's gonna be that's i've never been to le mans so uh this is this has been a great project to be part of and uh watching it all come together and reach each milestone that it's reaching to to get there and we're only like about 110 days away from going to Le Mans and running 24 hours over there in a and basically a NASCAR cup car and uh it's just exciting it's just it's fun to watch it unfold and, and seeing all the energy that it develops uh, uh, um, no I was gonna say I sort of drew a blank I know Jimmy Johnson's signed up to be uh one of the drivers do you offhand know the other two yeah, Mike Rockenfeller. Yes, uh, they, that's right. They call him Rocky. He's a 24-hour Le Mans winner. He's he's uh, he's also driven IMSA uh, quite a bit, and and we've got to know him in America from from his IMSA experience. And then Juson Button, who's a Formula One champion, uh, will be the third driver of the three between uh, Jimmy and Rocky and and Juson. So I think Rockenfeller's uh, Fe- uh, Ro- German, isn't he? You know, I, I should know. Um, I believe I just he know is. he's got an accent. <laughs> but, okay. But when you when you when you get to Le Mans, you know, uh, Dick Brooks and that bunch who went back there with Junie Donalevy fifty years ago. Yep. They had accents over there too. So, yeah. Well, uh, I think it, Herschel, it, it, Herschel McGriff was in on that, wasn't he? Herschel McGriff was in on that, and then uh, Jim France is going to take Herschel back with us. Oh man! Uh, when we go when we go this year. Oh, that's fantastic. I got to ask you the same question before I let you go that I ask you every single time. Do we have any new brands coming? Uh, can we start looking for that for a Chrysler or a BMW out there? Well, we've got more and more conversations going because the automotive industry, the the globe just keeps getting smaller and smaller. You have all the convergence of everything and and the 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 thing that we've done on the IMSA side working with the ACO, which is the European version of IMSA and the, um, and, and getting the, the rules closer to each other has inspired a lot of global manufacturers to look at motorsports, uh, and and we keep we keep telling them about NASCAR and this this uh, Garage 56 Camaro going to Le Mans is going to put 
NASCAR-type car in front of a lot of European um, and global automobiles. So we keep having dialogue. Uh, couldn't sit here and tell you today where we were at on any of them, uh, but but um, we keep having them and, and keep being encouraged by all the interest level coming out there. But in the meantime, uh, the Toyotas and the Ford Mustangs and the Chevrolet Camaros, we're pretty excited about the 23 season. Do me a favor, Mike. If you ever do have an announcement to make that some new uh, manufacturer is joining, joining us or another one's coming back, an old one, um, give Greg or me a call and, and ask if you can come on for 10 minutes and announce it on our show, and then you can go have your big press conference. But we, we're heard around the world, and that, that throw us a bone sometime. Well, you, you've... You've, you've asked it enough to where you earn a little bit of insight. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to keep asking. Mike, I know you're busy. It couldn't be busier than being at uh, the at Daytona during Speed Weeks. And to come on right now for us like you do every year, we cannot thank you enough. We're honored that you come on. And uh, best of luck to you and best of NASCAR. And we're watching and talking about it every week. I know you are. And, it, and you're celebrating 75 years. We've got a lot to celebrate, but. It, it all started, you know, 75 years ago, and, and as we talked earlier, Spartanburg such an influential part of that, and uh, Greg and, and you and, and everyone else involved in this show. Um, you, you keep us connected to the roots of what got us here, so thank you for doing that, and it's always an honor to be with you. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Good luck to you, and stay safe. Thank you. You too. All right. Mike Helton, you can't do much better than that. You sure can't, and and you're right. We're we're a pretty good show, but we're nothing special like some of the big giant networks. And for him to take the time every year or during the year, whenever we ask, he will come on and talk to us. Yeah, he he did come on three years, three times one year when we yeah. came back from COVID. But you know what? I kind of got a feeling he might give Greg. Or, uh, he'll call Greg. Yeah. He'll call me, but he'll say. Uh, can I come on for about 10 minutes? Uh, this, you know, I think he will. I think he will, too. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back, and we might have a phone call or two. I don't know, but uh, we will uh, hopefully take us to the checkered flag and talk about uh, what's already happened at Daytona this week and what to look forward to today and tomorrow. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Get in the game. It's fall savings time, and your Keltown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle a brand new Nissan Sentra for a low 221 a month. Score big in a new Nissan Altima, now just 283 a month. Run away in a brand new 2023 Nissan Rogue, only 330 a month. Or low 1.9% financing is available at Greer Nissan. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. 
Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic. We are very excited to bring you Spartanburg's longest-running radio show now of 17 years. You know we have opinions, but we want to hear from you. Text us, email us, tweet us, or call us if you dare, and we'll have a great time Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, SpartanburgSportsRadio.com, and, of course, the Fox Sports 1400 app. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Let's take a look at what's going on at Daytona. In fact, I'm going to back up just a tad and go back to uh, January the 29th, the day after my birthday. Happy um, belated birthday. Thank you. I think you told me. I think I, think I did, yeah. On, I, I think I texted you. Thank you, Texas. They had the 24 hours of Daytona, and, um, of course, I watched an awful lot of it uh, pulling for the Wayland Engineering uh, Action Racing Cadillac, number 31, as we do every year. Won the championship a couple of years ago. And they were hanging right there with them. Uh and I actually stuck with it, switching from network to network until uh, I went to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning, which is actually about normal for me on a Saturday night, Sunday morning. And I think shortly after that, the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes uh, was that uh, I had a text from Mike Hill, the shop foreman for Wheeland Motorsports, telling me that the uh, uh, they had run into the back of somebody during the night. And I think it was... Shortly after 4 o'clock, I'm not sure. I didn't miss it by much and uh, messed up the suspension. Had a 30-minute pit stop, and I think they lost 15 or 16 laps. And um, so, But during the course of the race, uh, they did lead 87 laps. And uh, actually, you know, they had some, something to build on. I didn't think it was, uh, I didn't think it was uh, a, a total loss by any stretch of the imagination. But the winner was the Meyer Shank team, Kerbag Janian team. Uh, 
with Tom Blomquist, Oliver Jarvis, Helio Castroneves for the second year in a row, and Simon Pagino were the winners in the uh, the uh, AutoNation Ac- Acura. So uh, that's pretty much, uh, I won't say it was expected, but they've, uh, Meyer Shank coming from, in my way of thinking, kind of from nowhere to win in Indianapolis with Helio Castroneves a few years ago, a couple of years ago, and, and now being one of the dominant, dominant forces in the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, the Daytona prototype uh, classification there, uh, they're to be admired for that. Second was uh, the Kanaka Minolta car, number 10, uh, Felipe Albuquerque, Ricky Taylor, Louis Delatraz, and Brandon Hartley. Brendan Hartley, I'm sorry. Third was uh, Sebastian Bourdais, Ringer Vander Zandy, and Scott Dixon. Fourth was Earl Bamber, Alex Lynn, and Richard, Richard Westbrook, and those last two cars were Cadillacs. And the thir- and a fifth place finisher, excuse me, <coughs> I'm sorry, um, was uh, the Wheeling Cadillac of Pipo Durrani, Alexander Sims, and Jack Aiken. We're going to have Mike on next week to talk a little bit about this, and of course he knows everything about all different phases of auto racing, and uh, we really appreciate his participation and uh they won't have another race until sebring coming up uh next month i believe it is um i got the schedule here i'll check it in a minute but anyway um we had two more teams come in this season from penske i think it was two i know it was at least one i'm pretty sure it was two and uh, they had a lot of problems in fact on the very first lap if i'm not mistaken one of the penske's cars was rolling to a halt in uh as they were going into the banking. So uh, um, Penske's off to a rough start, but you can be guaranteed that they'll get, get it straightened out. Um, I guess oh, we, absolutely. I, I guess we lost Chip Ganassi, but we picked up Penske. So I, right. Uh, we meaning the, the series. As the points go, um, the uh, Meyer Shank team is leading with 385. The Konica Minolta has 350. The uh, test. Sebastian Bourdais Cadillac uh, has uh, 328 points. Earl Bamber, mm-hmm. Richard Westbrook, that Cadillac has 306. And Pipo Durrani, the Wayland Engineering Cadillac, has 285. So 100 points behind. They don't have that many races, but they've got all the rest of them to catch up. So we'll be hoping for the best with the uh, um, WeatherTech Sports Car Series. Moving on with um, – all right, they ran the time trials at Daytona, and for some reason – the only thing I could get printed out was the top ten. Of course, uh, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson were the two fastest qualifiers, and they uh, were at 181.686 and 181.057, respectively. So they got on the front row of the Daytona 500 no matter how they did in the qualifiers. In fact, I remember in the old days, some of the guys would just run a – there might have even been an instance where the, somebody that won the – a front row position didn't even run the qualifier, but uh, it was pretty evident that right after uh, they got the first qualifying race started, that Alex Bowman wasn't very interested in it, so he fell back to the very rear and uh, ended up 17th. But that race was won by Joey Logano, Christopher Bell was second, Ryan Blaney third, Chris Boucher fourth. Michael McDowell, 5th. Kevin Harvick, 6th. Bubba Wallace, 7th. Zane Smith, 
Eighth, ninth was uh, Zane Smith was the winner last night in the trucks. Ninth was Harrison Burton and tenth William Byron. Um, from that race, Chandler Smith, uh, the number thirteen Camaro, is the one guy that did not, will not transfer to the Daytona Five Hundred. So he didn't make the show. They ran the second race, which had a had a crash, a pretty big one. With um, well, it was pretty big because uh, Daniel Suarez, who I just picked for the Daytona Five Hundred, was bump drafting down the backstretch with Kyle Busch and just wasn't nearly lined up right. Hit him in the right rear and turned him straight into the outside wall in front of the pack. A lot of cars got torn up. And uh, as they interviewed um, Kyle Busch coming out of the uh, hospital, he said, you know, that was a winning car. And it probably was. But anyway, um, Eric Almarola, who, uh, as Deb pointed out, came out of retirement to uh, uh, race another year. He, I don't know, somebody waved a fancy contract in front of his face, and I, I guess you can't blame him. So uh, Eric Almarola is back, and I thought seriously about picking him to win the 500, but I didn't. Uh, but Eric um, driving for uh, Stuart Haas in the Smithfield Bacon car. You got to like that, Ronnie, don't you, a little bit? Bacon, oh, yeah. Car sponsored by Bacon. Eric Almarola was the winner. Austin, bacon makes everything better. Well, it does that Ford. Um, Austin Sendrick was second. He won the Daytona 500 last year as a rookie. Third was Chase Elliott. Fourth, Brad Keselowski. Fifth, Corey LaJoy. Sixth, Kyle Larson, who, as I said, is on the front row of the 500 on the outside. Seventh, Todd Gilliland. Eighth, Martin Truex. Ninth, Denny Hamlin. And tenth, Ryan Priest. Um, looking down the line, Connor Daly. There was an IndyCar driver and open and, uh, and sports car driver, but mostly Indy, I believe. Had he couldn't get his car started to qualify? I think he had some other. He couldn't even go out to practice. I mean, it was just a disaster, and it took a miracle for him to get in the race, and um, he did. Somehow or another, he got in from the second qualifying race. Austin Hill is the car that won't transfer to the 500, but. Connor Daly made it, and uh, Travis Pastrana made it, and Jimmy Johnson made it. Uh, I didn't mention where Jimmy finished in that first qualifying race. He was 14th in the Carvana car. So, the Daytona 500 is tomorrow at uh, 2.30, I believe. I've got it over here somewhere. With the front row of Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson, second row Joey Logano, Eric Almarola. Third row, Christopher Bell, Austin Sendrick. Fourth row, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott. And the fifth row is Chris Boucher, Brad Keselowski. Looking on down the line, uh, Kevin Harvick, who will be in the broadcast booth for this race next year, starting 13th. Bubba Wallace is 15th. <coughs> Excuse me. Zane Smith is uh, 17th. Oh, looking on down the line there, Ryan, uh, Noah Cragson, the rookie driving for Legacy Motors Club, is 22nd. My guy's 24th. I don't think I realized he was quite that far back. And um, Ty Gibbs, uh, Xfinity champion last year, is, seven, is um, 33rd inside of the 17th row. Kyle Busch is way back in 36th. And the last row are the two guys I just mentioned, Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana. So we'll see how long they stay back there. I thought it was interesting that they said last night, I don't think I'd have noticed this on my own, 
that the uh, this was the first time in the history of Daytona Speed Weeks that you had the truck champion from the previous year, the Xfinity champion from the previous year, and the cup champion from the previous year all in the Daytona 500. So that's kind of interesting, I guess. Um, what you doing over there, Ronnie? I'm running out of stuff. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you, does the name Norm Benning mean anything to you? Yeah, he always finishes last. He's always out there. But and his, his age is 71. Are you kidding me? No. Well, that's we ought to be pulling for him. And his, we? his nickname is Never Lifts, as in never takes his foot off the accelerator. Well, I don't know about that. He, 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 he drove a, in the, ruck, the trucks uh, last night. He needs better equipment. No, he's, he always, where did he finish? Well, I got it over here somewhere. He uh, he always finishes in the back, I can tell you yeah. that. He has had a few uh, uh, shots at Cup and Xfinity. Uh, you say you raced last night? I got the top 36 here. and I don't Maybe it was in the, let me, let me. Check this out again. Uh, I may be overlooking him, but I don't see Norm here. But he has been around for a long time, and uh, I don't see him. I better. I will go back to the trucks and mention some other names. Parker Klingerman, who I think does a fantastic job on pit road, was 32nd. He was in a crash. Um, Hallie Deegan was in a crash. She started 12th but finished 35th, so she was way back. And um, <clears throat> Rajah Cruz was 29th. So, But I don't see. Uh, okay, in the Thursday's practice, he finished 10th. Oh, okay. Well, but listen, it's a long way from the and race. When he was asked about how he got a tenth place finish in practice, he said, "My throttle stuck." <laughs> well, look. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> or he wouldn't have been that far. Yeah. Up. Well, that's the thing about Daytona. You don't have to lift. And my, who was it? Was it Mike or uh, who was? Uh, was it Deb? Somebody was telling us about the. Jimmy Johnson getting used to the sequential shifter. Yeah. And not much of a problem at Daytona. Well, that's what coming, I was wondering when she, when she was talking about that. Coming in and out of the pits and coming off the truck is about the only time that you need to shift. Yeah. Uh, check it with him after Sonoma or someplace or Chicago or yeah. one of those road courses. Well, hopefully by then, and, and assuming he does drive those races, then uh, we'll see what he thinks about it then because he'll have a little, little practice between – now and then. Yeah. Well, uh, looking at the schedule for uh, Cup this year, I'm looking, I'm just scanning down it to see uh, if there's any huge changes. And there are uh, a couple. Of course, Daytona, they'll go to Fontana next week. And if I'm not mistaken, and we've been hearing this year after year, that Fontana's going to go from a two-mile uh, oval so to speak, to a half mile. And that's actually supposed to happen now. This is going to be the last race, from what I understand, on the two-mile oval at Fontana. When they come back, Fontana, when they come back next year, it'll be a half mile. So I don't... That's that's a pretty drastic that's cut. That's very drastic. I, I agree with you, and I think it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know the logic behind it, but I'm sure we'll find out next year. Uh, April 9th will be the dirt race at Bristol. Let me back up. The third... Uh, the, the March... 26th will be Austin at Coda, Circuit of the Americas. Talladega on April 23rd. Darlington on May 14th. Maybe we can go down there again. The 600 at Charlotte on May 28th. That's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Nashville will be June 25th. Um, where's Chicago? 
And, oh, there it is. Chicago was the 4th of July weekend. And uh, having spent quite a few 4th of Julys in Chicago, I can tell you it's a rocking place, man. They get down there shooting those fireworks off, jets flying back and forth over the over Lake Michigan. Yeah. You know, they got a beach there. You'd think you were in Daytona or Myrtle Beach or someplace. Cause right. I'm not sure you can surf on the waves. You probably <laughs> couldn't because it gets so windy, you know. But uh, they got a gorgeous Gorgeous beaches in downtown Chicago in the in the uh, shadows of the skyline, and uh, of course they will end the season again at Phoenix, which I'm not too wild about, but I like it better at Homestead. Xfinity is about the same; they don't go to all the same races. Unfortunately, they don't run on dirt at Daytona. I mean uh, Bristol. Um, Darlington's May 13th. Uh, like I said, that'd be nice to go there. Uh, they are running. Um, on the road course at Chicago. That surprises me. And that's July 1st. So uh, that'll be a big change for them. They've got lots of road courses. That's one of them. Uh, Elkhart Lake, Indianapolis, Watkins Glen, uh, and the Roval. So um, Xfinity will spend a lot of time on the road course. And we know that Jeremy does very well on road courses. So uh, i tell you what. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and um, wrap up the show. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Get in the game. It's fall savings time, and your countdown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle a brand-new Nissan Sentra for a low $221 a month. Score big in a new Nissan Altima, now just $283 a month. Run away in a brand-new 2023 Nissan Rogue, only $330 a month. Or low 1.9% financing is available at Greer Nissan. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. 
or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center, located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. While the weather is bad, get your gear ready now. Spartan Photo Center has the necessary tools to clean your cameras and lenses. They do mirrorless and DSLR sensor cleanings, and don't forget about your tripods. Spartan Photo Center stocks the quick releases to mount your camera to the tripod, as well as Manfrotto and Bogan tripod parts to fix the one you have. Or you can get a new Suray or Manfrotto tripod now before the weather turns nice and you need it. Don't forget Spartan Photo has camera bags, backpacks, and waterproof cases. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, Spartanburg, or SpartanPhotoCenter.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. I love carpooling with my buddies. Some days I roll with my good friend bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with applewood smoked bacon. Other days I catch up with my old pal sausage McMuffin with egg and melty American cheese. But I always save room for my bestie, the bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles with its soft, warm griddle cakes. Right now I can mix and match any two for just $4.59 at McDonald's. See you guys tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to the final segment of Start Your Engines in our first show of 2023, our sixth year. Let's um, continue on here. I was looking at the schedules coming up. Uh, The trucks, they run 23 races, and I don't really... Well, there is something very interesting here, as a matter of fact. They, of course, run the Bristol on dirt on April the 8th and will be at North Wilkesboro. On okay. May the 20th. So uh, that's pretty interesting. That'll be the first official big-time race back for uh, for them. I'm not sure if they ran at, Inter- at Indianapolis Race- Raceway Park last season, but they are running there on August the 11th, and they're running the Milwaukee Mile, which I think is fantastic. That's one of the oldest tracks. It's, it may be, I think it is older than Indianapolis, actually. I think it goes back to, like, 1903. But... Uh, Trucks will be at Milwaukee on August 27th. They will end at Phoenix as well. ARCA, they run today at 1.30. We'll talk about that in just a minute. They uh, they have a 20-race schedule, and they run, uh, they run some road courses. They run some really short tracks like uh, Elko, Minnesota. They run Talladega. They run Daytona today. They um, run the dirt at Springfield, uh, Illinois, and Ducoy in Illinois. So uh, they will end their season October 7th in Toledo, Ohio. Indianapolis, the cars um, will start their season a couple of weeks from tomorrow on August. I'm uh, August. On March the 5th at St. Petersburg is where they usually start. On uh, NBC on at noon for the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. 
that they'll go to Fort Worth and Birmingham, the road course at Indianapolis, May 13th, and, of course, the Indianapolis 500, the greatest race in the world, on May 28th. Uh, don't see any. They, they run the twin back-to-back 250 and 300-milers um, on July 22nd and 23rd. Still not sure how that works. The, the Indy cars will be on the streets of Nashville, Tennessee, for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. That will be at 3 o'clock on NBC on August the 6th. They'll go back to the road course at Indianapolis on August the 12th and ended up at Laguna Seca for the Firestone Grand Prix of Monaco, and that will be on September 10th, and they will be done. Formula One gets started Oops, um, on March 5th, March 5th with the Grand Prix of Bahrain. And uh, it's my annual opportunity to tell my Bahrain story, which I will probably again. And they have a 24-race schedule. And, you know, all over the globe, they do make two visits to the United States. With um, In Miami, that new course they built around uh, uh, Hard Rock Stadium down there, that's on May the 7th. And then they run at Austin on the the course of the Americas, Coda, on October 22nd. They will end their season at Abu Dhabi. No, good grief. We got three races. I didn't realize, and I, I, I realize it now, they uh, uh, race at Las Vegas, the next to the last race, on November 18th. So three races in the United States. How about that? Didn't realize that. And they will finish, as I said, Thanksgiving weekend. I believe that will be August uh, why well, I keep wanting to say August? November 26th at Abu Dhabi. So uh, the last one we'll look at here quickly is the uh, um, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. They've already run Daytona, as we covered earlier. They will be on March 18th. They run about a race a month until the summer. Uh, March 18th, they will be at Sebring for the Mobile 112 Hours of Sebring. Then they go to Long Beach, Laguna Seca, Watkins Glen, Bowmanville, which is in Canada, uh, and Lime Rock. Those two are in July. In August, they go to uh, Elkhart Lake, and um, it's got the Virginia VIR, Virginia International Raceway, but that is not for the prototypes. That's just the other classes. The uh, IMSA Battle on the Bricks will be September 17th on the road course in Indianapolis. <coughs> a rev limiter is hitting my voice here. And they will end it up uh, October 14th at Road Atlanta for the Motul Petit Le Mans, and that's what they do every year. So, uh, television. Television uh, today, well, going on right now, or, well, I guess it just ended, actually. Well, we got a few minutes. See if you can see the qualifying results for the Xfinity and see how uh, Jeremy did. I uh, will do that. No, 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 no. It starts at 1130 so it's just starting. And he said he was going out 18th, so you're not going to find anything. It's from 1130 to 1. But that's on a... <coughs> that's on FS1 at 1130. At 1.30, uh, after the in, uh, Xfinity qualifying, is the ARCA race. And it's always very exciting. Um, it's a... Uh, I don't see it here. I'm sure I've got it over here where I, ha- where I had the schedule. And here it is right here. 
that's a 200 miler which uh, I'm not mistaken it's 60 laps so that will be at 1.30 then of course the one we'll all be waiting for today will be at 5 o'clock live on FS1 and that's the, the Xfinity race we've repeated it ad nauseum on this show that Jeremy Clements is our car and he won the last race at Daytona uh, back he said August I was thinking September but I'm sure he remembers Boy, I tell you what, my throat's just going to make it. Maybe. Then tomorrow at 2.30 is, the, of course, the Daytona 500. You notice, and that's on Fox, you notice how they say uh, the Daytona 500 is the Super Bowl of stock car races? Why don't they call the Super Bowl the Daytona 500 of football? You know? Don't you think that'd be pretty good? I think it would. You know, and something we haven't talked about, and I'd like just to mention, is the clash last week at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. Yeah. I've got real mixed feelings about it. Okay. Let me put you on hold. But basically I really don't like it. Uh I just I just hung up on our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. I was looking, I thought you hit the wrong button, but far He'll be it for me. Back, and I'm sorry. And you're right. Just give us a call back. Well I don't know if he's listening. I mean maybe he uh, is, maybe he's not. Hit the wrong button. And I was talking about the clash. Oh, what did you say about I, it? I just, I don't really like it. No, I, and I don't think they'll keep it in, uh, at the Los Angeles Coliseum forever. Uh, so, uh, yeah, while I go through the schedule a little more, text Joe. That was Joe uh, Delaney. Thought Ryan was going to call in, but since you texted Joe, I guess he got the call. He got the job. Um, so the Daytona 500 is tomorrow at 2.30 on Fox. Gosh, and as I was saying, why don't they call the Super Bowl the Daytona 500 of football? So, I, you know, yeah, I, that, that would maybe make sense. I should have not repeated that. <laughs> um, March third, looking down the line a little bit, will be the Craftsman Truck Series on uh, from Las Vegas on FS1, and uh, that was a nice sound of Ronnie taking a drink there. Sorry. I tell you what, we're barely making it here, buddy. <laughs> March 5th will be, uh, as I said, the Bahrain Grand Prix Formula One. That's on ESPN. IndyCars will be after that on uh, from St. Petersburg. So March 5th will be a busy day. And uh, and that's about it. I'm sorry, and again, I apologies on... for the, the miscommunication on, the, on the, our final guest, who's going to be our friend Joe Delaney. Well, um I thought he'd call back. He may, yeah, I, Did you text him again? I did. Okay, well, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, you think you and I can do four minutes and 30 seconds? I think we can try. What you got planned for today? Nap? Uh, oh, hold it. we got to thank Lanny McKinney. Absolutely. Always. Thank you, Lanny, for all that you do for us. And uh, How many times has he saved our bacon? Well, he may have. I hope he... I think I got it today. So, uh, But <laughs> no, Lanny's... Uh, Lenny's our backup. He maintains the Budmore Engineering website and our podcast he has out there. I think we've got like 185 shows that you can listen to, and um, and this will be added to it. And he um, is just a, a great guy. He won our he won our championship one year in our pick'em. I think the year before last. So thank you, Lenny, for all that you do. We want Greg to get back real soon. I know Greg's been under the weather lately. And uh, 
I thought Alan might call in today. He did not, so uh, hopefully he's going to do the show. <laughs> he might be in a dead spot on the lake. <clears throat> well, I don't know if that's the case or not, but I am going to have to bring me some Luden's cough drops next week At because least. I can see right now that yeah. I, this is going to be a problem. i got to get this problem straightened out. Not too good for a radio host to be coughing his way through the show. It was okay till the uh, first hour wasn't too bad. Yeah. Boy, the end here's been sort of rough. Um, but uh, also, I don't think uh, I don't think we'd be, be making a Applebee's. So, Natalie, you can rest easy and uh-huh. give somebody our table. Give you a break till next week. Yeah, and uh, what'd you say you had? I asked you what you were planning to do oh. today when I interrupted. Well, you hopefully, up. got a guy coming to work on my power chair at home, and. Uh, <laughs> Then I'm just going to watch uh, FS1 so I can see the, the Xfinity race. Now, what's the difference between a power chair and an electric chair? A power chair you can get out of. <laughs> they have to carry you out of the other ones. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Well, I tell you, we're real excited about our sixth year. Uh, we thought we might have a call from somebody on the new Tuesday evening show called More Speed. But... Uh, Nobody from that show cared to call, and uh, so I offered. And it's Tuesday night. What time? <laughs> it's 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Okay. And while we're plugging stuff, we might as well. Uh, Don't forget about <laughs> Open Mic Daily every weekday, 3 to 6, right here on our station. And Tyler's got his morning show, Bump and Run, which I listen to every every morning. And every Wednesday, uh Open Mike Daly is from uh, Rockers. And we will also have uh, um, another show starting Monday at 6 o'clock, an NBA show with uh, Ken Blankenship. Ken Blankenship. Who, uh, I mean, he knows that stuff. He He absolutely does. He knows NBA. He knows high school. He's a Spartanburg guy, so he knows a lot about Spartanburg sports history. And he, he was a real good basketball player himself. Well, you know, he must have been. I mean, I always, I always figured he, he had been because he knows so much about it, and I think he's, I've heard him mention it before. I think he's a Spartan High guy. so uh, He is. Um, you don't hold that against him, though, do you? Mm-mm. Um, so I can tell you next week, if everything goes to plan, I tell you, the, our big guest that, called, that we wanted to call in, uh, or that we called, went flawlessly. That was beautiful. We want to thank... Um, Deb Williams, which is always going to be a part always of our good. show. Jeremy Clemens for taking time before qualifying to come on live and give us 20 minutes. And, of course, Mike Helton, who probably got a lot of other things he could be doing rather than talk to us, come on and uh, and um, join us as he does twice a year. And also, I've got a bone to pick. you got want, 25 I, seconds to pick Well, it. I go to McDonald's to get a sweet tea every Saturday before I come here. And they have gone up on their price again. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry for that. But <laughs> anyway, that's the uh, price of inflation, I guess. Uh, take it up with the administration. Yes. Uh, that'll do it. Six years underway. Sorry about the coffin. I will uh, do something about that before the next show. And we will uh, see you then. Hopefully with uh, Bobby Allison, Alan Hill, and uh, Greg Moore. Greg Moore. So in the meantime, see you next week. Keep it between the fences.
You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg.